0: welcome to this week's internet comics i'm alex ashback and i showed
1: up late today i'm sorry everybody
0: yep that's why this episode's coming out right on time because (laughs) matt was late today
1: yeah i was running late i was getting a tattoo i'm sorry guys I know that this doesn't have any bearing on you, but I'm sorry to Alex and uh, also to my sports team that I'm going to miss the uh, the first period of their hockey game. I'm so sad.
0: I think you should apologize for the fact that your tattoo just says, where's the beef?
1: <laughs> I will never apologize for my love of the where's the beef commercials. Uh,
0: That's the thing about commercials. They really are timeless. Yeah, every yeah. single one of them. They're the last true art form. Yeah,
1: the mean Joe Green. You know the the yeah. jersey toss, yeah, all of it. It's still relevant today.
0: Yeah, it makes me tear up anytime I think about it. Yeah. It's basically it's a second like version of Citizen Kane.
1: <laughs> the, you know they still play all like the '90s Christmas commercials still today. It's still kind of weird. Uh, anyway,s uh, today we're
0: talking about a movie. Talking about not Shaz- commercials, no. <laughs> we're talking about although we did see a commercial for this movie. Uh, we're talking about Shazam. Oh, I watched Kazam, the 1996
1: film that definitely exists, starring Sinbad, not that bullshit one with Shaquille
0: uh, O'Neal. Well, you made the wrong choice. You could at least watch Seal starring Shaquille O'Neal, so at least be superhero related.
1: Nope. Won't ever do that. Never, ever.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, this is the latest entry in the DC film universe. Is it, uh, is it really? Matt and I both Maybe. enjoyed Aquaman uh, in the DC universe has had hits and misses, had its ups and downs, and a bunch of uneven films, even for the ones that we liked. Uh, So we were both curious to know if this one was going to continue the path of enjoyment we had with Aquaman, or take a nosedive off into the ending of Justice League.
1: Yeah, uh, I think we saw this movie almost at the exact same time.
0: Yeah, I saw your car in the parking lot, and you were just parked across like five lanes. Yep. Uh, Just had middle finger stickers just taped all around with caution tape roped around it. I was actually
1: watching a video that a friend sent me while I was parking, which is not the safest thing to do, <laughs> but it's what happened. Yeah. And it's honest. Um, I actually saw this movie for the first time ever in a 4DX setting. Uh
0: and 4DX for those of you that don't know, uh, there's it's like 3D, but it adds smells, uh, another vibrate stuff like that. So what did you experience in your four D showing?
1: Um so I'm six foot five. Uh the seats are tiny. Uh and it's kind of almost like being on a roller coaster. A lot of times, depending on like movement of what's going on, they lift the seats up a little bit. Uh, it was a hell of an experience. It's something that I really enjoyed, but I will not ever pay to do again. I highly recommend somebody goes and sees an action movie in in 40x. No, so it's like, not something I want to see the three hour Avengers movie. Yeah, okay, exactly.
0: I was going to ask like if you do Avengers Endgame in 40x.
1: I was actually waiting to buy my Avengers ticket until actually until after I had seen this movie in yeah. 40X, and then I just went and bought the IMAX ticket. <laughs> well,
0: it might help you like not want to get up to use the bathroom if your seat's always moving.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, it really did, but I also had kind of like a sore neck afterwards. It was a lot.
0: Well anyway, Shazam is based off the classic DC character, Captain Marvel. Uh not the Captain Marvel of the Marvel universe, but the Captain Marvel of the DC universe. They had a very, very long convoluted petty battle as to why there's two characters with the same name uh for both comic book giants and i i mean it's there's wikipedia articles written all about it and you it's very interesting for anyone that's curious i'm not gonna get into that today but one thing that did bug me is they never actually call him captain marvel in this film at all yeah
1: especially because they had a lot of opportunities to do it there's a point in the film where one of the orphans uh is trying to come up with names, and he calls him Mister Sparklefingers Fingers
0: or some shit. Which I, I thought was a fun like running gag. But I was hoping it ended it in the payoff of him being called Captain Marvel in yeah, the
1: end. Just once. Yeah, that's, just that's once. Give a, a nod.
0: Uh, but anyways, this film opens with a young boy uh, and his older brother and his father driving to go see their grandparents. I believe it was, uh, and on a snowy road. Uh, it seemed like it's during the holidays, but that's not really confirmed. Uh, and he gets transported.
1: Oh, it's definitely during the holidays. There are lights everywhere. There are okay. like Christmas lights everywhere.
0: Uh, and he gets transported to see the wizard. The same one that gets the best of his powers to see if he's worthy, but he fails the test. And and he ends up causing a wreck for him and his dad and his brother. His dad's played by John Glover. Of I know him best from Smallville. He played Lionel Luther on there, Lex's father. And he was fantastic, and even in his short role. Or not short role, but his smaller role in this, I thought he was really good and uh, ate up the scenes for the few moments that he was in too.
1: He was a dick, yeah. He yeah. was a really, he was really good at being a, a piece of shit.
0: Um, but that's that's basically our intro into the villain's origin story uh, or the backstory. He uh, caused his brother to be injured and his father to be severely injured or possibly dead. What do you think of this
1: wizard's lair? Because that's when we're introduced not only to the bad guy for the first time, but the creatures who inhabit his mind who look like statues from the Ghostbusters movie, uh, which I really appreciated.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really great. It reminded me, like, I thought this film had a very kind of like, it felt like it had an homage to a lot of like 80s, like kids and family action films as well. And I thought those statues were part of it. They also look great as well. This film was directed by David F. Sandberg, who has a horror background. Uh, He's best known for the films lights out and Annabelle. Uh, So, and you definitely get a lot of the horror background, just like Aquaman was directed by James Wan, who has a horror background with the conjuring films. You see a lot of the same horror elements in this film too, which I thought there was definitely moments that were pretty dark for a more kid family or kid friendly uh, superhero film.
1: Yeah, I did too, but it was still, it played nicely uh, with all the humor in here. Especially at times that you wouldn't necessarily expect it. And the bad guy grows up to be motherfucking Merlin from Kingsman.
0: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's Mark Strong, uh, who has a lot of roles in a as well. He was in Kingsman, like Matt said. He was in Green Lantern, I want to say, as well. The one with, uh, Electra, well, the only one. So, sadly. <laughs> I mean, you either yeah.
1: die a hero yeah. or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And so, this guy's case, both. Why yeah. not both?
0: And of course, we also had, uh, Jamon Husu, uh, sorry, butchering his last name playing the wizard and he was of course he was also in captain marvel so he was in both captain marvel films uh he was in Guardians of the Galaxy the first one as well so he's also had a long stay superhero films yep uh so we soon we transition into Billy Basson uh being a teen orphan trying to find his mom
1: god he's such a whiny fucking kid right
0: <laughs> yeah so what did <laughs> yep you, that's it yeah. that's all we need on Well Billy I think the problem first films have <laughs> Like, I think Captain Marvel does this successfully because she already has her powers and abilities. Mm-hmm. and She's already on an alien planet, so it's all real quick. What do you think of the pacing for this, for the opening before he becomes Captain Marvel?
1: Uh, I would have liked it to have been about 10 minutes less, like chop 10 minutes off of that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was, I, it wasn't terrible, it wasn't boring, like we've seen worse. It's no, it's a million times better than like The Amazing Spider-Man or you know, like the Andrew Garfield films uh, as far as pacing for and characters go. Uh or
1: Fantastic Four for that fucking yeah. matter.
0: But like <laughs> Yes, a hundred percent. But oh. I think it, it is a little so I think it pays off in the end more because it makes you care more about the family, the adopted family that he's housed into. Uh, but it isn't the fastest thing. Although I will say the carnival scene, uh whenever he loses his mom when he's a little kid, it is like a heartbreaking scene, too. Yeah. But that was really well done. Uh and spoilers for Shazam, uh I'm going to jump ahead a bit, but Billy eventually finds his mom and we see that scene again, but we see it from her viewpoint. And it's amazing. I thought that was great. How we see the exact same scenes, but viewed through different lenses as well. Yeah. Uh, You want to go and tell everybody what
1: happens with, with, uh, with his mom there.
0: Yeah. Really? She's the true villain of the film (laughs) because she purposely abandoned her child. Casey Anthony is a better
1: mother than this woman.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was, she lost him saw the cops have him and decided to let him live the life of a street urchin. I think that's a shows the media has too much of an effect on us. She'd watched Aladdin too many times. Thought street urchins were cool and <laughs> wanted that her life for her son.
1: And was the only part of the movie that I didn't find believable. All the superheroes and all the powers, 100% believable. Uh, I didn't believe that she could have possibly been 17. Yeah, I know. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> she, that, that was a bit much. Yeah, She was like,
1: I was 17 when yeah. you were born. So, okay, so you're 20 in the yeah. scene. You look yeah. like you're about 33. Yeah, I,
0: I didn't get that. Okay. Uh, Anywho. At all. Let me get off my high horse yeah. on old looking women. But you'll be to, get to the casting agent on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay.
0: Um, But I, I'm 100% agree with you. That I didn't. Whenever well, she said that, I thought that was a bit much. In fact, they should have just cut that line completely, and uh, we wouldn't have taken that moment to pause either. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just being an overwhelmed single mother and terrible person w- would have saying, been enough of an awful, I was emotional 17,
1: plot. Yeah, I was young. Yeah, Boom. exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Look at that. Literally Put one us word difference. In the, make us rewrite all your DC scripts. Yeah, obviously that's yeah. what they're going There's to do. There's going to be, be a ton of reference to Guac. <laughs> Uh, which is a subtle reference to the show, John Glazer Loves Gear, so no one's going to get it but us, yep. but there will be free guac promotions through all DC films.
1: Yeah. You you heard it here first, and also, get ready for me to try and, and squash out every Ska reference. We'll see how many I can Ska recognize. Ska can't die.
0: <laughs> what is dead may never die. <laughs> uh, but, so eventually, Billy gets his powers, and actually, I will say this before we jump into that. I really enjoyed the way this film tied into the DC universe at large, uh, obviously things are in real upheaval with Batman and Superman supposedly being fired or quitting their roles. We we, we don't know the true story, but supposedly Affleck and Henry Cavill are no longer part of the DC universe,
1: which are arguably the two biggest superheroes in DC. I know obviously people would probably argue Wonder Woman now, but historically there's how many Superman movies I was going
0: to say. I mean, those three together are are the Holy Trinity. Yeah. So, yeah, True,
1: but they've got one Wonder Woman movie versus yes. how many Batman and All Superman. I know. You know. But
0: I did like that they didn't shy away from making Batman references and didn't shy away from making Superman references. Yes. I thought that was still nice to keep them in mind. Uh, And hopefully, it lends us hope that DC does have credible, hopeful plans in place for their two biggest characters uh, in the future. We'll see. Uh, But anyway, uh, Billy gets his powers, gets transformed into Chuck, uh, and then... He uh, freaks out. I thought this was like the funnest part. Whenever he's like back on the subway train, people are like making fun of his costume, and he's trying to hide himself because he's this giant, bulky, like superhero man with a red suit and a white cape with a hood and a giant glowing lightning belt. Not exactly subtle uh, in the city of Philadelphia.
1: For a long time, I I thought it was New York. I was like, why are people even looking twice about this? But then it was Philadelphia, and yeah, yeah, it makes more sense.
0: You should have noticed, because every scene there was a Philly cheesesteak in in his hand. (laughs) That was actually required to get tax cuts in the city of Philadelphia.
1: That's just, by the way, if you go to Philadelphia, they don't have Philly cheesesteaks there. There, They have (laughs) cheesesteaks.
0: There's a nice Rocky reference as well, too, which I thought was fun. Uh, Rocky being the other big film from the city of Philadelphia, Uh, aside from the film Philadelphia. But that tone-wise didn't really fit in Uh, with uh, Shazam
1: but they did pull from another Tom Hanks movie. Did you catch the reference to big?
0: Oh yeah, they did the piano. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's a reference as well. Uh, that was one of big. my favorite yeah. parts.
1: I was like, okay, good. Because that's actually what this movie is. Superhero. Yeah, I
0: think what, especially for the second act of this film is when the film is great because it's just fun. Them testing out his superpowers. Yeah. Them trying to buy beer. Oh, uh, and that scene
1: was great too. The yeah. Where he's trying to buy beer. It's one of yes. the first scenes he uses a superpower.
0: Actually, it might be the first scene like continued. Uh, whenever he tries to stop the mugging and the girl like yep. pepper sprayed him and the guy was the one screaming yep uh and he's realized that he was the same age as her i just mm-hmm. did air quotes you can't see him uh because this is an audio only format uh but i thought that was a lot of fun too i thought that was like the the funnest part of the film was that second act right there
1: yeah when they're discovering everything he can and can't do and he starts uh taking bullets on and he's like yeah. oh wow you're bulletproof, and yeah. he's like, shoot him in the face, and he's like, yeah, shoot me in the Wait, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was Excellent. all a lot of fun. Whenever they tried the beer and realized it's terrible as well, and they just go back in or walk out with like an armful of candy and beef jerky and chips. <laughs>
1: yeah. I thought that moment really played because I was like, that would be yeah. any yeah. kid. They'd be like, oh, what's the first things yeah. that I can do?
0: Your finest beer, please. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: and the next thing that he did, also loved it, went to a strip club. Mm-hmm. Yep, didn't travel Yeah, me.
0: no. Well done, D.C. Yeah came out with a bunch of glitter. Yeah. yeah
1: if I yeah. remembered being 13, like I think I remember being 13, <laughs> those are the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they really captured that well. Uh, it was, I thought, a really strong script. Uh, when we get back to the villain, uh, Dr. Severin, uh, and we see that he finds the wizard. Uh, actually, finds him before he gets his powers, uh, and he gets all the seven sins and absorbs their powers. And then he goes... And he confronts his father who's in a wheelchair at the head of his company.
1: And can I say real quick that this guy is the dopest looking bad guy I've ever seen? He has got the coolest duster <laughs> in all of existence. Yeah. I want that
0: jacket. It is straight out of Lauren Delamas' closet and he goes and he confronts his father and his father offers him all these things and he doesn't want it like because he knows true power is what he has. To be able to create fear and change mind. But there's a real like metal scene where he just takes his brother and just throws him out the window of like a 80 story building. Yep. Uh, I was like, wow, again, really dark moment.
1: You know what they were drawing on there?
0: Uh, what's Dogma? that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that was. I think it was actually a ripoff of the scene in chasing Amy. Uh, <laughs> whenever they are talking about whenever the convention and Banksy is being called a tracer. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was exactly <laughs> like that scene and Kevin should assume. Um but so like that's when we know like this guy is serious and uh oh that's when we Yeah, know. that's when we know. Before that I, I thought he was just goofing. <laughs> he was just new boot goofing. Uh but he, the sins tell him that the wizard has give, transferred his power over to Billy and he's to find him before he reaches his full potential. Uh and then so we see a bunch of stuff. He confronts Billy. Uh, Billy basically realizes he can't beat him because Billy's just literally just shooting lightning out of the fingertips for quarters and dimes on the streets because that's what you do when you're 13-year-old superpowers.
1: You try to make some money so you can yeah. go back to the strip club. Exactly. I mean, it's a
0: noble <laughs> plan. Uh, But he eventually, they fight. He realizes he can't defeat him. He says Shazam, which is the word that transforms him from Billy to Captain Marvel and vice versa and hides in the crowd that way. But Dr. Severn's no dum-dum, and he see them arguing with his best friend, Freddy, his uh, orphan brother.
1: Yeah, what do you think yeah. of the... Well, quick aside, what do you think of the uh, the orphans?
0: I thought they were all, all fun, actually. Like, I thought Freddy was a great sidekick. Uh, I thought Darla was fun for, like, that pesky little sister who knew yeah. too much for her own good. Uh, Eugene was great for the small kid that had way too much energy uh, and knowledge inside him. Uh, and Pedro just being the one that didn't care about anything. You, I thought that was great.
1: What do you think about this total smoke show, Mary?
0: Um, uh, I thought it was unrealistic that Mary <laughs> would get into college. Uh, that's, that's not belie- very
1: sexist, Alex.
0: <laughs> uh, it has nothing to do with her being a woman. It has to do with her being from the city of Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> yeah, nobody from Philadelphia has ever been to college.
0: No, that's why they riot. It's frustration from all those rejection letters.
1: Uh zero apologies will be coming (laughs) to the city of philadelphia from the we
0: offer no apologies and i've been to philadelphia it's a wonderful city not to live in
1: (laughs) Uh, i'm a cowboys fan so double fuck philadelphia right right actually i'm a
0: huge philly i'm a huge eagles fan whenever playing the cowboys (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh but i thought they were fun i'm not a huge fan of the shazam family and the comics even though they typically oh, play, yeah. they typically play a large part in a lot of the books. But I always like stories that featured more on Captain Marvel himself personally. Yep. Um, but even with my own personal feelings, I didn't hate them in this at all. Like I, I liked them. Yep. I, I thought they were just fine. They were on sc- on screen just enough, uh, and I thought Freddie was the perfect comedic foil for uh, Billy as well. Um, but I just want to go ahead and jump to the big showdown. Oh, the the big fight at the end. Yeah, the big fight. We get to see... One of my favorite running jokes is uh, when they go to... It's at a carnival, an outdoor carnival, as opposed to an indoor carnival. Uh, (laughs) It's at a carnival, and Shazam and Dr. Severin show up, and Santa Claus sees them, and Santa Claus has already been attacked by Dr. Severin, so he screams into a panic and whips the crowd into a frenzy, and everyone runs away screaming.
1: Uh, This was... Great for a lot of different reasons. Uh, This whole fight sequence, the big ending, uh, there's a a time when Billy and Dr. Seven are fighting in the middle of the air, and they're clearly a good distance apart, and the evil doctor is just giving his super, you know, super evil guy speech. Yeah, that was great, yeah. What?
0: What?" I can't hear you, yeah. (laughs) You're over a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great play, too, because obviously when you hear it, too, like, you have, like, Superman who's super hearing so he can hear him like no matter how far they are away, Mm -hmm. but Captain Marvel doesn't have that ability. So just the cut back from like hearing a speech and then cutting immediately away in the middle of the speech and just hearing like a rough, like mumbling sound in the distance. That was a great play in the middle of a very tense scene. Uh, I figured out as well that Dr. Severin's weakness is whenever the seven sins leave his body just becomes a regular man. I liked Billy tricking to get the final one out. Uh, I thought that fit very much in well with envy. If one's going to stay and you want to trick him to come out, I thought NB being one would be one that would be the easy ploy. But the big moment in this film comes when Billy realizes that uh, he has a staff and he needs help and he actually creates the Shazam family. Yep. Uh, which, again, I'm not a huge fan of, but I like that moment right there as well.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, it was nice and seeing them in action a little bit was fun.
0: Yeah. And they actually got some, I wouldn't say bigger name actors, but some actors that have been working in the industry for a while. Uh I can't remember his name, but I wanna say it. Zach from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yep. Uh was Eugene. Uh Pedro was played by DJ Cortana, uh from the from the Held Non TV series and other things. Uh Darla was Megan Good. I can't remember who played uh Grown Up Mary, but the best was Freddie being Adam Brody. Uh, and I like Adam Brody a lot. He's got great comedic timing, so it was nice to see him get a super suit. It was
1: a really good transfer Yes, I thought, And and
0: that. to hide all that as well too, to like keep the under wraps. Uh yeah. that, that that he would be in the film. That there was no spoiler for that. I thought that was a really well done job. Uh There's also, essentially, I don't know if this is going to surprise anyone, but they defeat the villain. What?
1: Uh, I didn't.
0: Oh. But there's other great films too. Like to jump back and forth a little bit when they first confront Doctor Severin in the Wizard's Cave. The whole family uh confronts. Wizard's
1: Cave sounds like a really inappropriate thing. So I would appreciate if you don't. Say it's like Wizard's like comic, Cave. Or something
0: like a comic book Store. Uh, <laughs> But when they confront him uh, or Billy is about to transfer his powers and the family without power tries to stop him and they throw things at him and what actually cuts the back of his head is a battering, and I like that as well too. Uh, it's a nice touch. Nice little ode to uh, Batman. Uh,
1: this was a DC film that acknowledged DC properties and that's not something that you typically get to see in these movies, which is fucking great. Yeah, I'm sure. I we, really appreciate
0: yeah, it. I'm sure we won't see it in Wonder Woman 84 rolling because of the time period. Might be like early whispers of like or, like or like year one Batman type stuff, but I don't think we're going to really see.
1: I don't think we'll be that lucky.
0: Yeah, and Clark would be around Smallville that time. Uh, yeah, so we're not going to hear any of that stuff, unfortunately. So we might as well soak it in while we can.
1: Well, maybe we'll get like a lantern or something in there.
0: Maybe. Probably not, though. But, Probably, but yeah. maybe. DC uh,
1: seems to to not like us that much. They they love okay. us. But Are there any DC films like us.
0: in production right now, aside from Mormon 84? I can't think of one.
1: Not that they've announced, no. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, uh, anyways, back I to- I know that
1: they're trying to do Flash still, but it's still up in the air. Yeah.
0: Uh, so back to Shazam. So- Do we have to? Yeah. Uh, this film <laughs> has already been greenlit for a sequel. Uh, they're going to bring back the same writing and directing team as well, which I'm on board with, because I thought the art director and the visuals were fantastic for this film. Uh, and I thought the script was a lot of fun. And like we talked about, I thought it had that great blend of like the eighties family and kid films too.
1: Well, that takes us kind of to the, the post credit scene.
0: Yes. Uh, there were two post credit scenes. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is with Dr. Severin in a mental institution, writing the seven symbols over and over again, trying to get back, trying to get his abilities back. And then we see, or he hears a voice talking to him and we see a worm with a talk box on his chest. That is the comic book character Mr. Mine, uh, who is a longtime villain of uh, Shazam, and he's literally just a worm. Uh, he's basically a Nazi worm from space, if you really want to get into details about him. Uh, and he was fighting with Dr. Severn, said so they're going to do great things together. He's genius intellect. Uh, so I really hope that they use him as the main villain and uh, in Shazam too. That
1: could be fucking awesome, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, the after credits scene was just another joke about testing his powers, which was a lot of fun. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite moment from this film?
1: Uh, we hadn't talked about it yet. Um, so there, right there at the end. There's a bunch of great stuff that goes on. Uh, there's a cameo from Superman. Yes. A a headless Superman that you can see who it is. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And then there's a interview, uh, going on after all the, all the shit goes, goes haywire and it's the Santa again. And he's just screaming obscenities and it's, it's, beautiful
0: uh i think one we don't want to talk about i loved when they got revenge on the bullies uh i thought that was a lot of fun the truck yeah we didn't talk about the bully much in the film but again a very 80s feel to the film having the two bullies but showing the truck was fine but my favorite film was your favorite favorite film my favorite film um my favorite moment was when they were doing a superhero power power testing and i know the box Yes, when they were testing teleportation, but Freddy turned it into secret fire immunity test, and he just <laughs> covered the box in uh lighter fuel, lighter fluid, and lit a match and just set it on fire. <laughs> that was a great moment, uh, probably my favorite one in the film. Uh,
1: we didn't talk a whole lot about it, but Freddy is fantastic, and we definitely didn't talk about a whole lot about Zachary Levi. who's no. Zachary Levi was incredible really incredible yeah. as Shazam.
0: Yeah, Mark Strong was a good villain as Doctor Severin. Zachary Levi was great uh, as Shazam. Uh the kid whose name escapes me that played Billy Batson I thought he did a good job because there was a nice contrast between the two with two similarities between him and Zachary, Zachary Levi since two different personalities but watching them blend together and Freddie did steal the scene. Uh kind like of like Shuri in Black Panther time. stole the scene whenever she was on the screen. Yep. Freddie did the same thing uh, in Shazam.
1: You better get working on this movie because that kid's about to be not cute anymore.
0: No. Uh but luckily for him he he's also Adam Brody. So <laughs> it'll be fine. Then. <laughs> you guys have to be had yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so what would you rate this film on a scale of one to 10?
1: I would say I'd give it about an eight. It was really enjoyable. Uh, there's some holes, there's some misses, but all yeah. in all, it was pretty good.
0: I agree. Uh, I, I think about an eight for myself. Did you like it? I don't really want to get much into this because we'll talk about it year in. but right now at this point, do you think you enjoyed it more or less than Aquaman?
1: More than Aquaman? Yeah, I mean. I, I'm right
0: there with you as well. I, I think it's a more fun film to rewatch. Although they're both really fun films. Uh, I think this one just had better pacing, too.
1: This will be more um rewatchable than
0: Aquaman. Yes, I, I agree. This is the kind of one that's like a great like cable TV movie, like you're flipping channels. You're like, oh, I love this scene, or I love this moment. and yeah. you'll, you'll stop and watch it.
1: Aquaman, uh, I will watch probably two to three more times in my life, and this one I can see myself watching a lot more than that.
0: This is actually the lowest opening debut film uh, for any of the modern DC films but still made over $60 million opening week and we're still really strong. It's had a great worldwide. So like we mentioned, they're already on board for making a sequel.
1: Yeah. And the reviews are fantastic. So. Yeah. And I hope
0: whenever they make another just League film, that they include Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, please do. In that as well too. Uh, but next week, Matt and I wish movie pass was still in its heyday because we're <laughs> going back to the theaters and we're going to watching Hellboy.
1: And we'll go back to the theaters again at the end of the month for yeah. Avengers. I won't watch it, but I'll drop Alex off.
0: No, I, I was going to watch that Jesus movie that has Mike Coulter in it <laughs> and for Grace. Oh, good. Let's review yeah. that instead. Yeah. Uh, but uh, next week, we're going to see if it holds up at all to any of the Kimmel films or even holds up to the Mike Magnolia comics. All
1: I know is it ain't my boy Ron Perlman in those movies.
0: Yeah, but for the Hinchman of Comics, no wait. As always, you can email us at comics at gmail.com.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, but like and subscribe and maybe we'll tell you to do that earlier uh but leave a leave a review too if you're still listening i love you and give me money
0: for the Hinchman of comics i'm alex ashback i'm john glazer and janine easy